0: I got one death threat so far this year, so we'll see if I could uh, multiply that. Oh, man. That's weird.
1: I'll, I'll kill you,
2: Alex. Come with me on a Twitter uh-huh. trip, and I'll uh, I'll make sure you get a death threat every 15 minutes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Three Hours Later. I'm Matt, joined with Alex. Hey. And Hannah. Hello. And we've come together to talk about the power of women? And, what are we doing? And a
2: creepy, a creepy <laughs> man with a cut-up face, it looked like. Or purple face. That face was an issue. Oh man. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was awesome. Uh, so we're going to be talking about. Well, you two are going to be talking about Wonder Woman. I still haven't seen it, and I guess my time is running out.
0: You have yeah, like twenty-four you have hours on the clock. Pay for
2: it. I don't think I'm going to watch it. Hey, eh, you're not missing anything. I, dude.
1: I, I I'll also probably find other means to watch it if I want to.
2: What? <laughs> no. How?
1: <laughs> yeah, hi, fiddly d. Um. Yeah,
2: and we also have Wandavision, which is on. As of this, we just uh, should have all watched the third week of it or third episode, <laughs> second week.
1: Yes. And then what? It, it dramatically changed my opinion to you with this last episode. I I that uh-huh.
2: was. Ah, I, I want to get good. into it because I I very much thought that's what they were gonna do. Like that's what it felt like to me.
1: Let's yeah. just
0: skip Wonder Woman. Let's go right into one. <laughs> well, let's, let's let's.
1: Oh, we could uh, just let's yeah, let's just do Wonder Woman real yeah, quick. Yeah, like I um, yeah. don't. Two of you have seen yeah. it? I haven't seen it. I. Potentially, I have questions, but um, I, I've just put it on the back burner for too long, and now it's like part of my identity, where I'm the guy that's never going to watch Wonder Woman. That's how well, I am with the
0: Inception. I have never we seen need,
2: it. We <laughs> need a misogynist in every in every podcast. It's okay,
1: and it's me. Um,
2: no, it, like I'm not here to fuck with Wonder Woman. Like it's fine. I know, like the post we put up on our Facebook group, like a lot of us really kind of shit on the movie, but it's not even that it's that bad a movie. Or, okay, it's not that bad a story. It's just that bad a movie. Like it's so bizarre to me that this is what they released.
0: Um, no, it's a bad story. It's a bad story. <laughs> it I was like... stick to my guns about it. it's a bad story. Well, it's
2: it... it's.
1: If they had it seems like it fits in with the universe because they're all kind of <clears> bad stories.
2: I feel like if they had actually accomplished what it looks like they tried to do, it would have been fun. Because I keep telling, like every time I talk about the movie, I'll talk about like there's probably five or ten scenes in the movie that i really liked like as a scene if i just watch that it's super fun
1: wait like you described it to me the other day and i was like i like all of these things (laughs) right
2: yeah yeah it's it's and it's it was just so bizarre to me because they made such a big deal about like it takes place in 1984 it's a story we could only tell in 1984 and i will tell you right now that was a lie a hundred percent a lie they don't even play
1: like 80s music in the movie with the, I bet you the only reason is like we. How do we get rid of the the cell phone problem? We will put it in the 80s. But
2: even even then, they it, like there. That's the weird thing is it's a very simple story. Like the without spoiling too much of it, even though it's such a stupid movie, it's hard to spoil it. Um, Wonder Woman works at the Smithsonian. So does uh, Barbara Minerva, and. They look at old antiquities, they find a stone that's a wishing stone, and it's a magic movie, so the wishing stone actually works. Like, <laughs> Diana, for whatever reason, in 70 years is still not over Steve Trevor, a dude she knew for like a week, <laughs> and um, she uh, she makes a silent wish that he comes back, and Barbara wishes she was as cool as Diana.
1: I want to be a cat.
2: And uh, it's a monkey paw. Hey, guess what? They even say the words, it's a monkey paw situation in the movie. Like that's how hardcore the exposition is, is at some point because they, they're they like, well, people won't understand this trope. They have to explain a monkey paw. And it's just, it's so weird because like, then there's a price and the prices don't make sense across the board to anybody. Like the idea is it gives you a wish, but it takes something from you. But what it takes seems to be varying degrees. So like for Diana, it gives her Steve Trevor, but it puts him in the body of another person she does not know. And to everybody else, they they quantum leap it where everyone else sees this other guy, Mm. but Diana sees Steve Trevor. It's heavily implied they have sex, which is problematic, but whatever. We'll look past it because it's not even worth the conversation. But then like her cost isn't that they took the life away from another person, which that would have been enough. That would have been enough if Steve was like, Diana, I can't stay here because it's not fair to this person who he just wiped off the face of the earth. Instead, it takes her power. But then with like Barbara, it gives her Wonder Woman strength and her ability to dress nice. Because it's a straight up can't hardly wait. Where like it's still Kristen Wig, who's a very attractive woman, mm-hmm. but now she doesn't wear her glasses and her hair's down. Yeah, and she
0: just dresses better. Devil wears Prada moment. Yeah. In, that, in that movie. But, it's like but, if you would order a wish from wish. That's what yeah. the whole movie's about. But then like Did they start that's playing really
1: kiss good. me when she starts walking down some stairs or something. It yes. just shot up. <laughs> but like very, but then like similar.
2: the price she pays for her new power and her new fashion sense is that she just becomes a bitch. Not the cheetah. That's not part of this. So she, that she doesn't become cheetah from the wish. Fuck no, she becomes cheetah. <laughs> Everybody gets one wish, but she somehow just gets a second wish later in the movie. Um, Maxwell Lord is built to be like this Trump type, like big talking, but failing businessman, like, like kind of what Trump was thought of in the eighties, but they don't go far with it. And then they don't, and it's just so bizarre. Like every time they try to set a rule up, they immediately cancel the rule. And then like the, the part where I officially just kind of lost it with the movie. And I was like, I, this is just not a good movie was what they would try to do is keep defining rules but then immediately break that rule or defining that rule destroyed something else. So like the most egregious example is to me, aside from people getting multiple wishes all over the place, but not everybody and the cost is still ridiculous. Um, was when they have to now go to Cairo to stop Maxwell Lord, who's now made a wish that he became the wishing stone. So now it's his power. And the cost for him doing that might be his health or just that he also becomes a dick, but he, they, they have to go to Cairo. They can't get on a plane because Steve doesn't have a passport, <laughs> even though he is a different human being who probably has a passport. Right. So her solution is to go to the airfield near the Smithsonian. And because Steve, because Steve's a pilot, steal a fighter jet, that's on display, but also completely fueled up and somehow can make it to Cairo on a single tank of fuel. Is it Th- like from the 30s also? Nope. No, it is not. It's a brand new one for the 80s. And Steve's like, how hard can this be? Turns out not hard at all. He flies it just like a single prop uh, airplane in World War One. <laughs> but then they, they make it to Cairo. They get there. And the way they find Maxwell Lord, there's no investigation, there's no anything. They're in a cab going down the one road in Cairo, and he's in a motorcade coming the other direction, and they <laughs> literally do the turn and lock eyes. Like what? It must like be the
0: on a strip, Umbrella Academy. Road.
2: Yes, yes, but like <laughs> on a random road in a whole other country. It's just like that's the kind of weird decisions they make, and I I firmly believe this has to be a director's cut because it's also two and a half hours long.
1: Yeah, that's also why I haven't watched it.
2: There is 90 minutes in this movie that I think would have been a fun, legitimately fun movie. It would have felt like an episode of the Wonder Woman TV show on the screen, and instead, it's just bizarre. It's just I, I don't understand it. I don't understand anything about this movie.
0: And Wonder Woman, excuse me, um, could make things invisible.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Does she make the gen invisible. Well, of course she does. And that's like a big <laughs> thing which you're like, "Oh, that's cute," but then you're like, "Oh, but how? Why don't you use this power more? Why don't you use this power in the future? Man, that would have been easy to fight doomsday with." Can
0: you be invisible? Can she be invisible? Can she make her clothes invisible?
1: Can she make the last one invisible? Easy there, Alex, you're going to horny jail. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the it's the it's the problem I have, which is like
2: they'll establish a rule, but that rule then breaks 500 other rules. So it's like I, I've been working on this. I can make this invisible. Have you done it before on a coffee cup? But I never found it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's a funny joke. But also, this is an airplane, and you're flying in it. And then they never establish like, can you make it uninvisible? Is it something you control? And like Alex said, like, have you used it on yourself? Have you used it on this? Have you... It's just so bizarre. They bring up like armor, that golden armor that they've had in all the ads yeah they talk about it like oh it's the armor of this one amazonian that came to man's world before diana and blah 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 and they give a good reason why it exists and you'd think like oh, okay well that's gonna be how she gets her power back she doesn't have her power so she has to use her her version of the batman armor no by the time she wears that armor she's got her powers back so it's just her with her powers wearing armor
0: now diana got her groove back it's just it's easily fucked up too
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That armor did nothing. <laughs> like a woman with That's cat like claws seconds. just shredded it.
0: Here's the thing too. It's, it starts off with 30 minutes of like her childhood and how like, she was like a badass, like little soldier. But the whole thing was like cheaters never win. And then you get into later on where you're fighting the cheetah and then <laughs> she could easily have said and the movie cheetahs never win. And we're like, oh, she's circled the whole movie back to her childhood training. Oh,
1: no, they never. I think
2: they,
0: they never mentioned it ever died
2: again. From their
1: eyes rolling. Too hard.
2: The the other thing too, and I for, Thank you for reminding me of that, about that scene. Like that, that was the first point where my like my spidey sense tingled. Where I was like, this seems weird because like it's this long scene that doesn't really matter to the rest of the movie. <laughs> doesn't at all. But when it gets to the end of it, where like her mom and uh, Robin Wright Penn, whose name character name I cannot remember when they're like chastising her for cheating or taking the easy way in the thing, they, it feels like they recorded like 10 takes of them saying slightly different things of this, like slightly different versions of the same thing. Like Diana, cheat is never prosper. Diana, you know, cheating is not the way Diana, you know this. And then they didn't cut any of them. They just put them all in. So it's like, it goes from this scene where it's supposed to be like Diana learning a real lesson about what it means to be a good person And it becomes the two major women in her life just like... like Diana's like, no, no, I know you're right. And they're like, no, no, you don't know. No, they don't (laughs) prosper. She's like, okay, I've learned a lesson. No, you haven't. Like, because you need to be better. Okay, well, I'll I'll do it. No, you need to understand.
1: (laughs) How many times have I got to teach you this lesson? That's what it felt like.
2: It was just so... The whole movie is just so goddamn weird. But Gal Gadot, as not great an actress as she is, still charming as hell as Diana... Yeah. Chris Pine is awesome. Like, I feel like they just need to figure out a way to bring his ass back permanently and make a movie with him, because I think that'd be a good movie. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so don't watch it, Matt. I've decided you shouldn't watch it.
1: I'm going to see it now. What about uh, uh, Pedro Pascal?
2: Oh, he he chews all the scenery in the world up. It's, uh, or not all the scenery, all the scenes. It's. I read. I, I can't remember where I read this, but I read like a review where they literally compared it to um, Batman Returns, and it's a hundred percent Batman Returns. Like it's start. Like the main villain is a a wealthy man whose parents abandon him, and he's trying to fight against his station. And he goes too hard, too fast. The the secondary villain is a mousy woman who goes through a essentially a near death experience and comes out of it like a cat person. Like it's
1: just so wild Uh, how similar these two movies are. So uh, Iron Man three, it must be directed by Shane Black.
2: Well, first off, how dare you? Iron Man three (laughs) is great. It's the same thing though. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just so, I was
1: an ugly boy and also this girl
0: can blow up.
2: I mean, yeah, that's true. I guess that's fair, but no, it it is just, it's just a weird movie.
0: My biggest thing is that it doesn't connect no at all there's no is this the bindstone? stone when, right. when's Thanos coming and then those six movies later like not, <laughs> no there has been no like dc movie where i didn't think this was like a fever dream like i watched them like, oh yeah that happened there's like 10 different things that happened and i forget about it but i remember it when someone else talks about it well but it doesn't and, connect and at the, all
2: the climax of this movie is a straight up worldwide anarchy end of days scenario that everybody is experiencing but we hit the future and nobody remembers it, even though they, like they could easily be like it's wishes, man, nobody remembers. they never say that. <laughs> they never do that. And the whole point of like Wonder Woman showing up in um in a uh, Batman v Superman is that she's like a legend that some people think was real but nobody really truly believes exists. But in this, it's like no she's just out there, dude. she's just out there doing shit in broad daylight. yeah. It's so bad. Yeah.
1: But how about good movies or good shows, Matt? What do you like about WandaVision, man? So I'll, I'll, I want to start with what I didn't like about one, WandaVision first. Um, so Ooh, when we're recording, oh, so we're, we're recording after episode three just came out. Um, they initially released it with two episodes, about uh, I'm going to say thirty minutes long, but ten minutes is credits really <laughs> yeah. for every episode. Um, but so they, they dropped two episodes and it was just very weird. They play out like an old uh, sitcom from, what, the 50s on the first mm-hmm. two episodes? Mm-hmm. Like, I Love Lucy, I, I Dream of Genie, all that. And it just it just is that. Like, that's what it is for majority of the episode. And then um, eventually you start seeing that, okay, something's weird here. Of course, something's weird there because it's one in But they don't really give a whole lot of information about what's going on. And... I think that's why they dropped two episodes because the f- just the first episode alone, there's like nothing there. They really don't really hint towards something bigger until the second episode when some crazy person comes out of a sewer. And so I didn't, I, I there wasn't enough for the first two episodes to really convince me that this is going to be something that's good. I understood that there's something bigger than what I'm seeing, but they're not giving me information to stay hooked. And so this last episode kind of finally did that. Um, so now I do, if we were, were to record this a couple days ago, I would be like, you know what? It's not that great. Everyone needs to calm down. But now I'm kind of on board with, okay, it's
0: it's finally ramping up. But that's why I love it. I'm kind of on the opposite end. I knew that there was something more. And it, like you said, it's an American sitcom, right? She totally loses her accent. There's no even trace of it because it portrays an American accent. So well like even that alone was like okay this isn't right like where, where did all that I, stuff go i kind
1: of i, I kind of wish they hammed it up for the first episode like a ricky ricardo that uh, yeah that is weird they didn't do that <clears throat>
0: yeah <laughs> but it's different though are you got i don't know it, this this whole series so far i know it looks like it's gonna wrap up to something because you see the trailers and you see things like eventually you know there's like explosions in these trailers and these like teaser trailers but the first two episodes were like, wait, why what one? Why would they just give us that one episode or two episodes? If they would have released it, you know, the first two episodes week by week, we would have totally been thrown off. And I think they did the smart thing of releasing both of those at the beginning because it gets us talking like, okay, what are these little logos that we see? You know, you see like a sword logo, you see, you know, maybe a milestone logo, you see the different things throughout. You see that. Um, oh, what's her name? Um, the other girl that helps her out. You know, she's from Captain um, Oh, Geraldine? Um yeah. From and yeah. she's grown up.
1: Yeah, she's the little girl from Captain Marvel. Yeah. Well
0: So I was gonna say I
2: think I think the, the trick too is I, I completely understand where you're coming from on this map, because like honestly, if you just were to look at the first two episodes without like without the mindset of like well it's marvel they'll figure it out they'll do something good like that it's 100% based on like i'm giving them the benefit of the doubt cuz they in my opinion have earned it they're just weird sitcom they're not even parodies because it's just like the sitcom
1: yeah it's like an amalgamation really yeah
2: and then but in the first episode like you said there's like very little that really kind of gets creepy but that whole point when um vision's boss is choking
0: yeah, And, and, and Deborah Joe like,
2: yeah, jo Rupp is just like, stop it, stop it. Then it starts becoming more frantic and creepy. And I was like, once that hit, I was like, ooh, ooh, okay. The
0: music alone was really good.
1: Yeah. I just kind of want more of that, I guess. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I, I need a little bit more of not watching a sitcom because that's not what I'm here to do.
2: One 10-second burst of that in a 22-minute episode is probably not quite enough, which is, I, I firmly believe, why they put out those two episodes at, at the same time because they probably looked at it and said, okay. Mm-hmm. Because uh, th- that was my only major issue with the first two episodes is I feel like they just really wanted to do a 50s story and a 60s story. But at the end of the day, they're kind of both the same setup episode. Um, But then this last episode, I, I remember from like, okay, I like this show. I love Paul Bettany. And I think uh, Elizabeth Olsen is doing a really good job. Like, I just thought it was cool to watch them kind of ham it up and get to be people they're not usually on screen. Mm-hmm. And then this last episode, they really, I think they had the perfect mix of, like, pretending it's a sitcom, but then really showing there is some shit going on. And I think it's because they changed the ratio, or I think that, honestly, this last episode probably felt like it was maybe 30% sitcom remake and, like, 70% like, let's peek behind stuff or have you see more things clearly that show this is not okay.
1: Yeah, I think that's what it was, too, like there's multiple instances where the reality's about to break like you can feel the tension there and i like that well even like things as silly as like
2: when vision's talking to herb and he's trimming the bushes and he's in the concrete and i love the fact that like vision can recognize like you got a little farther there haven't you herb and herb's like oh yeah i guess so and you know that that's bad that's a break and you can see in their eyes they're both like this is weird but i don't know why
1: yeah <laughs> never mind the uh, backdrop the behind Herb,
2: yeah, it's just, and then like the, I think it was really cool the way they played up the birth scene to start to go from like it's the goofy over the top you know seventy sitcom birth scene where you can't show anything you don't probably don't want to show anything, <laughs> yeah. But then it like turns into like kind of goofy fun and then gets real sinister real quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I am I am a hundred percent invested like this this series. I feel like is uh I, I have faith in Marvel to stick the landing on this and I think these first three episodes have really set me up to to enjoy this.
1: Yeah, I I agree. I, I it again, like I knew that, you know, they were gonna go somewhere with it, but I, I think it's finally ramped up by episode three here where I am uh fully invested now. And that's kind of my litmus. I think I said that when we first started this podcast, even talking about like Cobra Kai's. Like I usually don't Make an opinion about a show until I get to around the third, third episode because that's when it is really, you know, ramping up what they want to do.
2: Yeah. I, um, I mean, I just, just based on kind of where the last episode ended, it does feel like we might be kind of not done with the sitcom parody stuff, but like it's going to be a smaller, more sinister part of the backdrop because now that we've been introduced to the, you know, the real world. And it looks like we're clearly about to find out that Geraldine is Monica Rambeau, so that that stuff sounds pretty cool, and I'm pretty excited about it.
1: And I guess this is kind of um, the contrast to Wonder Woman, from what you guys described to me, uh, is that this is setting up something bigger. Like we can see that there's they're 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 they're
0: getting ready for the next big movies and the next big storyline. Yeah, new characters are being introduced. There's hints of. Um, others too just in the you know the easter eggs in the background yeah which is i like a lot too they uh, they have
1: you know fake commercials in, in the the show and they are all loosely referencing something that's happened in the past or potentially something that's going to happen in the future there's a lot of hydra products and um yeah, the, one the of is the like a, <laughs> a stark yeah, the hydro soap, and there's like a stark toaster or something. Well, did you guys see that yeah. like
2: the stark toaster when it... Because it, in each episode, the first two episodes, the only color that appears except for the final few seconds of the last episode or the second episode um, is red. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it makes sense. But also like when that stark toaster, when it starts beeping and then it, it also gets a little sinister because it sits on a little too long, it's making the same sound that the stark bombs make that... And then she described uh, in her first appearance in Age of Ultron, like how her and her brother sat there for three days wondering if they were going to die, listening to that sound. Yeah. And then um, the watch was a Strucker uh, Strucker timepiece, which is the guy who gave her and Pietro their powers.
1: Right. And so he's kind of like the uh, he looks like the bad guy from Rocky Bullwinkle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then
2: the 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 third one was Hydra Soak, which was. Um, Hydra's who they were hunting down in uh, Captain America when Wanda fucked up and blew that building up. Mm-hmm. So it I was I was reading some of this morning and the producers are saying like those commercials are very important to the overall story and what they're telling
0: No yeah. oh, wild. Wow.
1: Um, I want to jump into spoiler territory now just to well, here, gauge where we th- c- where we think before we jump into
2: spoilers, give me like a two minute break after to go move laundry. I'll be right back.
1: All right, All right. Come with me escape to a world all your own where your problems float away when you want to get away but you don't want to go anywhere
0: hydroso find the goddess within i'm back we would read it comics from 1940s and here's here's their name on this comic series
2: i don't know what i walked back into but this is a conversation mm. that i'm all about
0: yeah so i was reading on some of the easter eggs and i was just impressed of how detailed they are in the show like oh this symbol right here was from this comic series or like the name they used during the the magic act was from this comic series i was like damn like they really like there's so much detail and just really they're like 20 minute episodes in like 60 minutes we get like 30 different like little hints of of so many different things and that's what i really like and respect about marvel they put those things early on like they'll make a movie 20 years ago like this was a reference to WandaVision vision in 2021 i'm like damn
1: (laughs) yeah it's like the equivalent to mandalorian where it's just like we're just gonna put in a bunch of bullshit for the fans like you remember that gun from the uh boba fett cartoon it's there. Well and they they do the smart thing the Mandalorian
2: does, which is they put it in but they never ever call attention to it. It's it's the opposite of solo, where Solo's like, Remember Han Solo's gun? Here's a very distinct scene where we <laughs> hand it to him and we show why it's important versus going like here's a scene where he picks it up and just goes like, Oh, it's a good gun and just starts using
1: it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, just like um Tony Stark's, you know, um, what he his heart, so to speak, I forget what they Call uh, it arc reactor, yeah. Whereas, like, this could power cities for a lifetime, or something very, very, very powerful for like ten minutes or whatever. And later on, we see that him using that against Thanos. Like, was that a plug-in? Like a direct plug-in? I'd imagine so. Yeah, that was fifteen years ago.
2: I think my favorite Easter egg so far was, and it's just because it's such a stupid way to do it. Was uh, in the first episode of WandaVision, the wine that they're drinking it literally says house of M, but it's in French. Yeah. Like, and that's just, that's such yeah, a weird wild. nerd thing where you have to be like, so, I can read French. And also I looked at the bottle of wine and I noticed my song and went like, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute.
0: My favorite for all me. of the, um, of the references back to like previous movies was in the original Ant-Man when he goes big and then goes back to small. And he says like, Oh, um, does anybody have any orange slices? And then we go back to Endgame later on. He he goes into the portal and then comes back. And he doesn't mention orange slices. And it's not even in the movie, so to speak. It's very, very small. I think Hawkeye has an orange. Yeah. And you could br- like barely see it. You almost have to like stop it and like go frame by frame and see like maybe three frames of an orange. But <laughs> I mean, that's just insane detail that I just appreciate like so much. And I would never have known that if it wasn't for these super nerds who just like do videos of it yeah. and just have that included. is just wild to me.
1: Speaking of super nerds, Hannah, oh, I want to circle back to the to the uh, the House of M stuff because I've never read it. But I know that this is like one of the, the major influences of this show because it's I don't, I don't even want to say it's like loosely what House of M is, but it kind of has some. Some of the same uh, scenarios, I guess.
2: Yeah, it, it, the 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 very, very quick version of it is that um, the Avengers go through some shit. Uh, she sees some people die that she cares very much about, has essentially a mental break, and due to her mental break, like completely goes into this thing where she builds a world around her that's the world she wants, where like all of the mutants are no longer persecuted. They're like the kind of the ruling class, and it's one of those things where it is like the idea of where the world she makes in her mind is perfect and it takes things that everybody she influences would find perfect, but it does it in this really sinister way. So like, like for Spider-Man, like Spider-Man's in that world, even though he's not a mutant, but he, he's married, but he's married to Gwen Stacy because Mm. that's the reality is that in his mind, even though at the time he was married to Mary Jane, his true love was Gwen Stacy. And like, it was that thing where it's like, Oh, you just forced him to confront something. He does not want to confront. Um, Right. Or like putting, like putting characters together with the people they truly love, but there's reasons they're not together. Making Magneto the ruler of everything, but he's still a dick. It's just, it's just really good the way it works out where it's the same kind of thing where everybody's there and they know something's wrong, but they can't quite, figure it out and that's the whole point of the series them figuring out like what's wrong and then like well hey what do we do about it because like this reality is not so bad but it's not reality
1: um and that's what the show feels like right, right. Like we we get again we're jumping to spoilers now but you know we get a glimpse of the outside world and we see that there's this, this military unit that's outside of some barrier that we assume that the uh the tv show city is in and so it's
0: during quarantine
1: i don't want to like say because i could be wrong but obviously i I don't think i'm going to be wrong but this is something that wanda created oh yeah because she's dealing with shit Mm -hmm. and you know we've seen her we've seen her just alter the reality of this pretend world a few times already just because she doesn't like what's being said or with some information that she's going to have to confront. So she just kind of resets it. So she doesn't have to deal with it.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, it really, especially the last episode, because I was really worried that they were going to make it a thing that was being done to Wanda versus a thing Wanda was doing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. especially after this last episode, you're like, Oh no, no, this is Wanda's creation that she is trying to figure out how to control because her powers are terrifying. Um, the weird trick is that house of M famously ends with her saying no more mutants and that led How into wrong the...
0: is she like, oh is she, she Omega is... level I'd imagine Oh yeah zero, but... no she yeah. she
2: literally can change reality. Because like early in the comics her power was that she could cast hexes that would affect probability. And that's such a nebulous, dumb power that as it went on, like uh they introduced the character Agatha Harkness, who was an actual witch from like the Salem witch trials era witch so, it, um, which I, I'm pretty I sure is that. Agnes.
1: Okay. Yeah. So that was, yeah. The rumor that I heard that Agnes is going to be that old, old witch.
2: Yeah. Because like Agatha is also the one who convinces Wanda to, to have the kids and to do all that stuff. Cause that's straight out of the comics. Like having Tommy and Billy, um, that's Learning. literally speedy
0: huh? and
1: it was like speed and speed uh, and Wiccan. Wiccan. Yeah. Yeah. Wiccan
2: <laughs> originally Asgardian, but they realized that that is a weird name to give a gay character um but yeah so like they're pulling a lot of like deep cut stuff from the comics so that's why i'm like oh yeah that's got to be agatha because she wears the brooch the way she acts i'm like oh that's agatha harkness that's awesome
1: um and then uh in house of m was uh, i've been hearing a lot of stuff about like mefesto was he part of that storyline also i don't remember off the top of my head but he's a huge
2: part of the original storyline for her kids because her kids originally were basically um this gonna? This is a dumb con- uh, thing to say. They're basically Horcruxes, where they held part yeah. of his soul. And so I'm really, I'm really hoping that this goes. Like I know Aim is part of this because the guy in the beekeeper suit and like every episode's credits are really heavy with the bee, um, the honeycomb shaped logo, yeah. which that is Aim's logo.
1: Yeah, even like the opening credits of this recent episode, you know, is Brady Bunch, but in honeycombs
2: yeah which and, and that's cool like if they if i'm down for them bringing aim in i like they teased it in iron man 3 mm-hmm. and i would so be aim is
1: uh, kind of an auxiliary of hydra or just something similar to hydra yeah right? it's
2: advanced idea mechanics and like the funny thing is i've been feeling like they might be pushing aim is the next big bad for a minute because uh they were the big bad in um the avengers game and i know that's not part of the mcu but Marvel's been pretty smart about like they'll include things in one thing that are now everywhere like the ISOs that they have in every one of their video games and all this weird shit.
1: Um and the uh the bad guy that you were talking about earlier the one from uh Age of Ultron that created Wanda and uh Quicksilver. Yeah. He's he's the the guy that started AIM, I believe.
2: I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think so. And then
1: we have uh we have Sword, which is, you know, a, just basically shield, you got your shield and your sword.
2: Well so the weird part with that though is that SHIELD, I know they changed the acronym for SHIELD in the movies too, but like it still was SHIELD. Yeah. SWORD, the whole idea was it was like the version of SHIELD that faced outward that was looking into the cosmos and doing all that.
1: Yeah, and they were more preemptive.
2: Right, but the the acronym they picked for them here, I can't remember exactly what all of it is, but I know that SW stands for um uh, sentient weapon which I'm like oh cool that's a really cool way to designate uh, Wanda because she is essentially a sentient weapon
1: and they also put a J after the S I think
2: oh yeah no she's sentient definitely
1: world observation <laughs> and
0: response Sen- department
2: sentient justice weapon at the, <laughs> at the response department <laughs> but um, yeah so I mean that's that's the parts that got me like from week one and two because I am that nerd that knows all the weird dumb comic shit and so like in the beginning of the second episode in the car, the animated intro, like at the bottom of one part, I saw Grim Reaper's helmet and, and I don't know if Grim Reaper is going to be part of this, but I just like the fact that I was like, ah, Grim Reaper's helmet. Cool. You guys, thank you for that. <laughs> but I, I, I will be happy if this is just a way to introduce aim and make them into a good, big, bad, but I will be ecstatic if this is how they introduce Mephisto to the Marvel universe.
1: I, th- I think that, I mean, there's a, good reason to believe that because they've told us from the beginning that this is supposed to tie in with uh dr du- strange and the multiverse of madness
2: yeah and i could uh, yeah and i could even see them because they could make an excuse that she needs to be trained in the mystic arts to help control her powers or something because they all kind of come tap into the same like universal resource apparently
1: yeah and uh, potentially, like p- the other characters that are inside the city are other magical beings that are also trapped in this reality. Like you mentioned, uh, was it Hagatha? And then there is, um, the, uh, Dottie. <laughs> yeah, Herb is potentially, uh, uh, I forgot the the character's name, but he's one of them. And then Dottie. Oh, yeah, Cleo. Yeah.
2: Yeah, which I, I do. I that would. Oh man, I'd be so ecstatic if, like, by the end of this series that we thought was going to be a weird sci-fi romp, like Marvel always is, they're just like, just kidding, assholes. Now it's hardcore into weird demons and magic
1: and shit. High yeah. evolutionary was her. high evolutionary. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I heard that's who Herb is supposed to be. I don't know if I'm supposed to say Herb or Herb. I yeah, that's
2: I keep saying name. Herb because that's what Paul Bettany says, like Herb. Yeah,
0: and he's trimming there herbs not. (laughs) i just i also loved in the (laughs) buddy
2: in the first few episodes they do reference like sokovia in every episode but again like you said she doesn't have an accent until she sings the sokovian lullaby or talks about pietro in which case she does have a little bit of an accent Mm
1: -hmm.
2: but then also like vision nobody comments on the fact that his name is vision
1: yeah stacy was asking me the other day like they know his name is Vision? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're just calling him Mr. Vision.
2: Like if he was like, my name's Victor, that'd make more sense. But they're like, no, it's just Vision. And I'm like, okay, that." and that tells you that Wanda's controlling this world because Wanda mm-hmm. doesn't care that his name is Vision. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, my other favorite part is like, and it's such a stupid throwaway joke, is that when he's like making excuses for her to his boss and he's like, she's European. And I'm like, bitch, you're <laughs> European. Exotic. Just so weird.
1: Um. Yeah, I wanted to just mention where we think it's gonna go, but I think we kind of got into that where eventually one is gonna break. We're gonna see the true reality of what's going on. They're on the moon. Yeah. Oh yeah, like a uh, uh, Watchmen. <laughs> and uh, yeah, potentially we'll see if this is has anything to do with Mephesto or uh, what AIM has to do with it, and build up the the next round of movies.
0: Yeah, I just yeah, we might get a Young Avengers later on.
1: Yeah, you know what? I think that makes a lot of sense too because the the Avengers are getting up their age. They probably don't want to make these movies that much anymore. So let's get the new, the new blood in.
2: Well, and that will also just give them all the opportunity in the world to um. To still use the old, like, because I I still like I know they put out that thing about Chris. I almost said Chris Hardwick. Uh, Chris Evans <laughs> coming back to play so like, Captain Chris's. America. <laughs> Yeah. And even Chris Evans was like, news to me. I honestly, I feel like he's coming back because he is the epitome. Like, Because Iron Man is that character that floats movie to movie and is in the background. That doesn't really fit his character. He's He wants to be the the main dude. And I think he had the perfect ending. I think they did a great job. Versus, you can put Captain America, he does not have to be part of the story. He can be the dude who sets things off. He can run S.H.I.E.L.D. He can... Like, you could literally pay Chris Evans all the money in the world to show up once a year to do a five-minute cameo where he sets things up in a Nick Fury way, but less sinister. Yeah. And it would work. Or, like, if you wanted to make a Young Avengers and it's, like, him saying, okay, but I'm going to train you. But he's not going out. Like, there's a million ways they could bring him back. And then they could start using all of the folks that are um, older, like Jeremy Renner. It seems like he likes playing Hawkeye, but he can't do that forever. But in the Hawkeye series, he's training Kate Bishop, which is his replacement. And I would love to see them really start pushing that stuff, which then leads us to a very good version of Young Avengers.
1: Yeah, it that's what I want. Like, is yeah. I want uh, that set of movies, but then like ultimately ramp up to a full Avengers movie again, where the uh, you know the old squad comes to help the new squad yeah. type of thing. Yeah, oh, because <laughs> oh. it, it,
2: even like I. I even still think that there is a way they bring Tony Stark back because they can just make him an AI, like make him an AI in a holographic projection. You're good to go. Like there's no, you. This you is grab, comic uh, books.
1: You get grab Pedro Pascal and rub his head and wish for him back or something.
2: Even, dude, honestly, <laughs> even like you said Pedro Pascal and I was like I could see him as Iron Man. Just recast the motherfucker. <laughs> like it's fine. It's a comic book. Like I think we've now all established mm-hmm. we will follow this stuff. Like, well,
1: we're going to get into multiverse stuff eventually, you know. So. Yeah,
2: we, dude, we accept that in DC that The Flash can meet The Flash and meet six other versions of The Flash, including the movie one. So why would we be upset if they're like, hey, we're, we need to bring Iron Man back. Robert Downey Jr., thank you. You did an amazing job. But now we're going to have other cool person with a goatee play him for a hot minute. Like we uh, accept when other artists take over the book. <laughs> I'd be more than happy to watch that.
1: Speaking of the Flash, do we think that we're going to see uh, Quicksilver
2: in WandaVision? Oh, a thousand percent.
1: And do we think so? What I want, though, I want both actors to be in it. Yeah. Well, did you see Evan uh,
2: Peters is in the cast?
1: Is he? I didn't know if that was confirmed or not. Um,
2: but... I believe it is confirmed, but like nobody is, nobody knows who he's playing, and like it, they mm. could just be making him play somebody else because he is a legitimately great young actor. But I think it would be hilarious if like she brings back the wrong version of <laughs> of yeah. uh, her brother.
1: And that could work out too and then introduce, you know, mutants to this reality.
2: Yeah, instead of saying no more mutants at the end, she goes, all the mutants.
1: Yeah, I want to use the word mutants now.
2: I I do think this this series will be the first time we hear the word mutant. Yeah. I feel like this will be the first time we hear the word mutant. I feel like this will be the first (laughs) time we get into the hardcore metaphysics of like because like we've got gods but the gods that we've been we've seen are all just technically aliens so it's like no 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 we're going to show you what happens when you start dealing with other dimensions yeah but i'm dude i'm super excited i this show i didn't realize how hard up i was like i'd been talking about how much i was like oh you know what i'm kind of glad that no marvel movies got released last year i think we all needed a break after a pretty remarkable 23 movie cycle and I was even like... Because even with Black Widow, they keep delaying it. I'm like, it's fine. I'll watch it when it comes out. I'm sure I'll enjoy it. But I'm not I'm not foaming at the mouth for this. And then I, the first episode of WandaVision started and the Marvel fanfare hit. And like, it just, it hit me in a weird way where I was like, oh, I'm getting a new Marvel thing right now. Oh, man. Oh, man. And I was so excited. And it just continued. I'm just so happy it's back.
1: And then you've just been screaming on Twitter to put out Black Widow already.
2: <laughs> I do feel like the longer they sit on Black Widow, the less... Favorably, it will probably be received because it feels yeah. like it was supposed to be like this, like, delightful aperitif of a movie where they're like, Let's fill in space on a character you like before we wish her well and send her on her way. And like, we'll set a few things up. And now, by the time it comes out, we're going to be so hard up for Marvel content that if it's not like the beginning of the second Infinity Saga, we're going to be like, What? No,
0: <laughs> right? I agree. It's a, the it's a previous stuff, like, Yeah, you guys are part of the. The old Avengers, we're we're really looking for like the new new people coming in, the next generation, and yeah, yeah. That... <laughs> like I'm way that more excited so...
2: for Shang Chi and Eternals right now than I am for for Black Widow. Is Loki that coming is... out this year? I think so. Pretty sure. So That'd...
0: many, and with the what ifs, like there's a lot of stuff coming out.
1: That is so pre-pandemic,
0: <laughs> dude. It was crazy. I was talking. Who was I talking to? And it was like my daughter was three when uh, we went into. Like quarantine and working from home, and if now she's said, fifteen, what's that?
1: Now she's fifteen.
0: <laughs> <But> she'll be <laughs> if we go back. They're saying like in summertime she'll be five. So three, four, five—like just it's just wild to see just that timeline of everything. Seems like we've been here forever. Maybe we are in a bubble as well.
2: No,
1: yeah, we've we've always been in quarantine, Alex. What? <laughs> Uh, I mean, okay. I
2: have. I don't leave my house, but... Yeah, I know. it's <laughs> Yeah, actually, so looking... I just pulled up a couple of release dates for the next Marvel things. It looks like they're basically going to be going, like, not back-to-back, but, like, series, Consistent. a hot minute to to rest, and then another series. Because, like, I was not aware of this, but apparently Loki's air date is May. Like, that is well, that's that's around very the corner. soon.
0: February is 28 days. So... Yeah. And when's, uh, when's
1: Falcon?
2: uh falcon and winter soldier is august and that's apparently going to lead us into the next season of the mandalorian or book of boba fett like something star wars related so like i think between all the like the three three thousand and six star wars series they announced and all the marvel ones that were like well into production before the pandemic i think disney plus just got really good yeah even what what if if
0: comes out this year good i'm super excited for what if yeah See that's the only thing I, I watch Disney Plus. It's just the new stuff. I don't go back and rewatch any of the old stuff anymore. I kind yeah, of like having a Simpsons, feel on, of it. Loop. I feel Simpsons like, on loop. Simpsons on loop. I feel like if yeah. I
2: had a kid, Disney Plus would be like the like the number one streaming thing for me. But as an adult like it just becomes that thing where every once in a while I'm a little bit drunk and I decide I really really desperately need to watch the computer war tennis shoes.
0: See, <laughs> I have a 4-year-old and I'm I'm kind of Kind of worried because right now she's playing. A lot. She's pretty good at like games, like, <laughs> and that's she, all she like, wants to do is play games. She, she wants to kill you. <laughs> she wants
2: to kill you as the Terminator in a uh, Fortnite.
0: <laughs> man, I'd imagine she'd be pretty good at that if I let her start playing it. Hey, Just esports like, is becoming bigger and bigger. Maybe, I maybe you start especially changing her. <laughs> this year. <laughs> oh
2: man. <clears throat> try to think uh, if there's anything any,
1: else any yeah anything else about one Wanda, one division no no
0: i'm just looking forward to it week by week and it's weird that we actually get a week to week think now I, like, yeah, I, i've been like watching everything
1: yeah like man Mandalorian, i've been enjoying that you know mm-hmm. it's it, it, i only i only go into the office like once a week but when oh. i do i that's what I do with my coworker. now. It's like, did you watch Mandalorian? And that's well, what we'll talk about. I like, feel like, stuff. I feel like these two shows specifically
2: really do a good job of har- harnessing that old school, like uh, old school. Like I was gonna say lost. It's not that old, but <laughs> like five years ago, feeling. that idea yeah. of like, Hey, you know what? Sometimes it's worth like having a week to, di- to digest the episode. And, but the only yeah. trick with that is you have to pay off hard. Like you yeah. cannot, cannot have like filler episodes. I think that was the problem with Mandalorian fil- uh, season one. And if you make every episode worth talking about and then give us a week to talk about it, like we'll be stoked with whatever happens next.
1: And it makes, make sure I don't just pay for one month of uh, your service.
2: Yeah, exactly. And also then don't pull things off of your service after only a month because you're not quite sure how to handle this uh, no theater world. And you still want to try to sell it on DVD and you think you can't do that if people can stream it. Hey, Wonder Woman. Oh, oh, hey, back to there. And we brought it full (laughs) circle.
1: We did it. We saved the world. Uh, briefly, I just want to jump into what we've been doing if we have time. Oh, yeah. Now, Hannah, you got to go soon. You got
2: a movie you want to talk about that I am very excited to hear you talk about.
1: Yeah, I forgot that it was coming out, actually. I, I, a long time ago, I think I had sent it to the group chat here because it reminded me like, um, kind of, not really like Mandy, but it was up there with like just this crazy, over the top, horror, violent thing. And, um, it just popped in my head yesterday. I was like, oh crap, I gotta check to see if that's out yet. So Psycho Gorman, uh, right now is on uh VOD right now. It's just for rent, but it's gonna be on Shudder in a couple months, I believe. But I just went out and bought it. I love the 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 guys that created it. They're the same people that did The Void, which is one of the scariest movies I've seen in a long time. Really good body horror. They did this really over the top, on purpose shitty movie called Manborg, which I own. Um <laughs> And they did, uh, there's something else that they did. I can't remember. They, ABC's Death and a few other things. But um, Psycho Gorman is basically the, everyone's favorite part of Monster Squad is the little girl and Frankenstein. So it's that, but the little girl is a psychotic maniac. And the Frankenstein monster is actually Evil Lord Zed from Power Rangers. <laughs> and it has like this like Super Sentai feeling to it. Like all the the creatures and monsters are just ripped straight out of the power rangers like they're those goofy costumes but it's bloody as hell like people's heads are popping off but it's also it's 100 percent a kids movie like it is a kids movie just there's blood everywhere and they drop two f-bombs and that's it but i don't know it was just it's so funny and it's so bizarre and i love it and everyone needs to watch it
0: so i have the description right here so two siblings resurrect an ancient alien overlord and use a magical amulet to force the monster to obey their childish whims. So, do they use the yeah. amul- amulet better than Wonder Woman?
2: <laughs> uh Without even seeing it, I'm gonna say definitely.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I guess the amulet now is like everyone's go-to. But it's I'm looking at right now. I could rent it on Prime for six bucks. Is it worth it? So you're saying it's worth it? Should I? I bought six it. Yeah, bucks? I mean, I I oh, spent sixteen
1: bucks it. or whatever. Yeah yeah
0: 15
1: it looks like um but like even stacy was like not really in the mood to watch it and i put it on and then she's like crying and laughing and it is <laughs> yeah she hilarious. posted about it too i was like yeah oh, hey. and that's why I, I looked at her every now and then i was like you want to watch it <laughs> but em. um yeah it's it's the, the 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 actor that plays the little girl uh mimi is incredible too like she is just this like this character and i love her so much um and yeah, Psycho Gorman is literally the the greatest evil in the universe and he's at the whims of this crazy little girl and like every now and then he's just like I'm going to kill you. I'm going to drink your blood and she's like, "Yeah, okay. Anyway, so you're saying we have a death note?" Yeah, like uh yeah. What's his name? Grook Grook, the weird Willem Dafoe looking demon.
2: Um No, that sounds awesome. I will uh, I will make some time to watch that in the next few days cuz you don't usually hit us up with movies like that, going like "Oh my god!" But you doing that yeah, made kinda... me made me like, okay, I probably will watch this. And as dumb as it sounds, seeing Stacy post about this morning too, I was like, okay, this is obviously not just like <laughs> a goofy not, one-off. Being this, crazy. Is a, this is a straight up good movie.
1: Yeah, it's like um like Turbo Kid. It kind of hits like that. I could go like, for that. Could, like this is more like '90s inspired. It, even though it takes place in the modern time, but you can see that. Their inspiration influences. there yeah because yeah. it's again it's 100 percent power rangers and he-man and stuff
2: i am in i uh
1: i have not been up to
2: much of anything this last week i've been back on playing hitman um i played through one again i'm currently playing through two before i start three because uh hitman three did a really cool thing which they also did in hitman two which is if you buy it It automatically imports all levels and everything from Hitman 1 and 2. So you just have this one executable that lets you play everything.
1: Oh, Okay, that's what they meant.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's real good. Like, you have to own Hitman 1 and 2. But if you do, it just automatically imports everything. And you can play it throughout as a cohesive story. You can jump. Because honestly, like, the story I could give two shits about. It's more that I like playing it as this weird stealthy assassination uh, playground. And so having the ability to just jump to any level at any time with any weapon set is pretty great. But it's it's real good, guys. You should play that game. It's real, real good.
1: Yeah, I've been wanting to. I, I'm not big on stealth games, but as the years go by, I, I'm kind of liking them more. So I've been thinking about jumping into Hitman. Yeah.
2: And I think this one, it's not like... Because like stealth games don't do a ton for me because a lot of times it just do- it boils down to like crouch, now stand and run. Now crouch, now stand and run. Mm. Versus this one gives you a lot more like okay, you know you got to kill this person and you're going to get bonus points if you kill them this way, but you can just kill them any way you can figure out. So a lot of times the stealthing isn't even like crouching and running. It's like figuring out who you have to knock out to steal their costume to blend in with people to get to the place you need to go. And um, it's, just, it's just good, man. It, it feels a lot more like a puzzle game than an action game. And I really, really like that. That's all I got.
1: Do they have a costume as uh, Timothy Oliphant? I, I mean, as long as he...
2: If he was bald, yeah.
1: Because <laughs> didn't he play Hitman in the movie? He
2: did in one of the movies, yeah. But, uh, no, I mean, it's just... It's just, it's so weird because it takes itself very seriously and not seriously at all at the exact same time.
1: Yeah, I've seen, like, people assassinate people as a clown.
2: Yeah, like, you, you can dress as a party clown and just go murder people. Like, my favorite oh, weapon really? of choice is an explosive rubber duck. Like, oh, figuring out funny. how to get the rubber duck out there to just murder murder folks. Like, it's just good. It's good-ass times.
0: <laughs> what about you, Alex? Uh, Mainly two things. I haven't have really diversified so much in games. I've been playing Call of Duty still, like, too, too many hours. I think I'm, I'm See, like... See, that mount, Mountain Dew pie is for you, not for me. Alex. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. I've been, I played until, like, midnight last night, and i'm getting good i'm getting good i think my best game was like 35 and 10 um so i just and that's cool is that this is one of the few games where uh i've actually played i have two brothers and a, a cousin that plays so it's it's been wild having like four and then we have our friends that play so kind of like the good old days um uh, when we used right. to have like you know a full party uh go against other people so it was um it's been cool i've been um I think I have over like three days worth of hours logged into call of duty at the, at the moment. Um, and, and there's, there's so many different like now like game modes you could do and there's Warzone And I mainly stick to like team death match. It's just, it's just fun. It's just a good time to kind of just escape. So that's kind of been my go-to and then shows recently, I've really just stuck to binge watching Shit's Creek. I've never like people I've, people have talked to me about it before and like, yeah, I should watch it. You should watch it. And I really didn't give it a second thought. And I tried to start it before, but I think it started on like the second episode. instead of the first episode, so it kind of like threw me off. Like Mm. when Netflix shows you like the quick trailer, it's like the, the roof, like uh, water dripping down. And that's the second episode. So I was like, I don't get it. I wasn't, I don't know. You have to start from the first episode to kind of get it more. And so I'm almost done with the whole series. I'm, uh, there's six seasons i'm on the fourth or fifth episode of of the, of the season of that last season so yeah just been just enjoying that i'm sure there's other shows and movies but i can't really that's just on the top of my mind is just really finishing chit's creek and i'll probably finish it within you know by next week so it's a good it's a good series it's um man i, I gotta say season two finale is as one of my favorite like uh, one of those like mid season finales, like it's just <laughs> such a pure like moment that made me so happy. It, it really like made me like, it was just a wholesome moment that I was like, Oh man, this is really like a feel good episode. And then it was a finale. I didn't realize it. Um, so, uh, I definitely would recommend Shit's Creek. It's, it's just funny. It's, it's just man, just different mannerisms are funny. The storylines are just, it's kind of, it's simple. It's, you know, but the, the, the cast alone, if you don't have the chemistry with the cast, you could tell. And the you could tell the chemistry is there. And it's just off the charts. So I recommend it. So that's really what I've been up to.
2: Well, that's a good time. I, I, I do intend to at some point finish watching that show. It's just... It's it's one of those shows where I watch them, I'm like, This is good, it's just not grabbing me yet, but I've also only like halfway through the first season, I hear it just keeps getting better and better.
0: Oh, the first seasons. It, it, there's a lot of first seasons that are not that great. I am mean, yeah. like Parks and Rec. I love Parks and Rec. Yeah. First season's garbage. Yeah. Um I, I straight up skip it for the it. office. Yeah. Okay. I skipped Clone Wars.
2: I, I skipped the first season of Parks and Rec when I rewatch it, The Office when mm-hmm. I rewatch it, mm-hmm. uh yeah. It's Always Co- Sunny. Uh, community. Yeah. I mean, okay, I I do like like <laughs> half the first season of Community.
0: You need to calm for, yeah. down with that. <laughs> yeah, but you got you know what I mean. The first, yeah, season yeah, was absolutely. Like, the only one the exception for me is Scrubs because I think it's like the third episode where I was like, wow, this is this is not only just a comedy show. This uh, show grabs you by like like the drama, the real kind of like the real stuff they they deal with. Um, so I think first season of Scrubs is yeah. Oh my Scrubs gosh.
2: knew what it was going to be early on. Oh, I did like, also watch Ted Lasso. Uh, Ted Lasso oh, was I still incredible. Watch that. I'll set it up for you guys to watch it. It is, it is, it's probably the best thing I watched from last year, hands down.
1: That's right. That's the Apple plus or whatever. Yeah. It's the, show. it's the second That's show I've ever I watched watch on it. Apple TV <laughs> <laughs> plus. What? I was trying to think of the other one. What's the other one with Rob McElhenney?
2: Uh, Mystic
0: quest. Okay.
2: It's, uh, it's all right. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's, it's all right.
0: But you're not the, you're like the 10th person that has said that season is just, insanely funny and good uh ted lasso
2: might be a perfect show also it's made the reason it, you remind me of is it's uh created by the creator of scrubs
0: there okay well i'm even there more so go. now
2: so yeah it's uh it is it very much is able to nail that like insanely funny super sweet then like in a heartbeat you're just like in tears but it's real good <laughs> all right i got about three minutes before i have got to go so do we have anything else we want to hit on
1: Um, I was going to count down to four minutes.
2: Oh man.
1: Uh, no, I think that's it for this week or episode. Um, okay. Bye (laughs) man. That early morning energy just definitely went away toward the end right there. (laughs) I, I did not have it. It's my energy drink is finally failing me. Oh
0: beans. (laughs) And if you guys would like to follow us for anything and everything really, we'll start off with our Facebook page, 3 hours later we have a group page as well, a super secret club. So if you try to find us there, we have a whole lot of bernie memes for you it's right now. It's riddled with, with bernie memes. It's right nothing now, yeah. but bernie memes right now and if Star Wars. You a like bit, seeing a, a little sprinkle of.
1: You like seeing an old man from Vermont sit down with some nice looking mittens.
0: We got a page for you. <laughs> we got a, at least a hundred different memes. But yeah, uh you do have to. it's a private one, so you do have to be accepted. Um and so, I got to review it,
1: so yeah. You know. Yeah. Cool people only.
0: So there's our group page three hours later and then our private, but very entertaining. Not so much podcast. Just come over for a good time. uh, Three hours later, super secret club. Uh, Then we're on Twitter at three hours later. That's the number three HRS underscore later. And Instagram and Facebook is the same thing without the underscore. But if you don't want to remember all that, uh, follow our link tree that's link tr dot e e slash three hours later the number three hours later all spelled out you'll see everything from twitter facebook to different areas uh where we have our podcasts at and also our patreon which is on hold but um some good things hopefully later down the road once we're um back to a uh, full uh recording so yeah find us there. I think we have a tea public there as well. We have some cool shirts,
1: yeah I don't know is it possibly still going I don't That's know we're going. we're dusting off the cobwebs here
0: pretty much pretty much it's a it's a slow build, but uh I've got to to get back to recording and back to some new shows happening so give us a like and review us too. I think we have like fifty reviews, but if we could get another fifty this year. That'd be amazing. That'd make Alex's day. It'd make my my year.
1: Yeah, let's make up for last year.
0: Yeah, that is like Give us a review. 2019 <laughs> and then 2021. I think that's how the year should go. It's probably how the history books would be. <laughs> right? What happened in 2020? We don't talk about it. <laughs> the dark times. All
1: right, everyone. Uh, we'll see you next time. Let us know if you want, if there's anything that you want us to talk about. Uh, again, just go to that group. There's a lot of people in there that are very vocal too that that's kind of neat that will post like, you guys should check this out if you like that or whatever. So a lot of good recommendations there. But uh yeah, until next time, uh wear a mask, get the vaccine if you can, and just be a good person. Bye. <laughs> we